Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Sunday, March 17. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I am Japheth de Oliveira. And it is uh, the final week of uh, our series, The Lion and the Lamb. Mm. And we are in our brand new passage, Isaiah 53, the final passage that we've been looking at through as we've been going through the book of Isaiah. And uh, so let me pray for today, uh, beginning of this week, and uh, as we look at this final passage as well. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for this passage that we're going to look at. It's an epic passage, and I ask, Lord, for your spirit to guide us, to bless us, give us uh, joy today, give us inspiration and hope as well. We ask this in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Amen. I'm reading Isaiah chapter 53 from the English Standard Version, the ESV. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form, of mag- no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and as for his generation, Who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people? And they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Hmm. All right, epic passage um, and a fitting passage actually as we come to the end of this section that we're dealing with uh, the lion and the lamb and uh, as we're kind of finishing off this entire series and so as this week, uh, I want to encourage you to read the Daily Walk and uh, if you can't, if you haven't received the Daily Walk by email or you haven't looked at it on the app, you can find it at Boulder dot church forward slash daily uh, and so read the daily walk and uh, and then you will hear this recalibrate read this daily this recalibrate question um, and this is the question we're going to look at today what ideas do you have about the kind of person jesus was and where do you where do these come from yeah, yeah. i 
I wrote that question because reading you this, wrote the walk. Yeah, and I great. mean, I realized that this was written before Jesus, and so yes. it's prophetic. Obviously, it's not written after the fact. But to me, there are a lot of things about it that I think eh, they don't line up with my idea of who Jesus was. I don't see him as having been super unpopular or unloved or rejected by people. In the end, he was, mm. definitely. But throughout his life, he seems like someone who was probably doted on by parents who took their role seriously mm. in raising him, that he was loved, that he was popular. You know, he had people following him everywhere. He was obviously an attractive individual. Hmm. Now, whether or not that means that he was attractive in, you know, in kind of a good-looking sort of sense. I think he was charismatic. Hmm. Um, I think possibly he was ordinary in, in many other ways of, you know, he came from a humble background, etc. We know things like that. Yeah. But it just, I kind of wondered what the point is of this. I sort of feel like rhetorically it's trying to do something. It's trying to um, not so much give accurate information as give a, an impression of of kind of um, mediocrity, maybe you can shed some light on that. Well, uh, or, or maybe, maybe actually, um, the the pieces that we've picked up, or the pieces that we picked up of who Christ is, and the stories, the little glimpses of stories, are not the full picture of of the experience that Christ had. Because if you think about, if you think about the stories that he shares about. <laughs> He's oh, doing that, drawing doing a circle on his hand again. <laughs> I am, I am. He's drawing a circle with a pen. <laughs> like, why? It's like a, a okay. record player going round yeah, and round. Yeah, I'm actually okay. kind of explaining, like, there's this thought over here on my hand, and then this thought over here. And, and okay, so, so the thought goes in a circle. It it's comes, circular it's reasoning. A circular reasoning. We love here. that. It's good stuff. <laughs> oh, no, it's a, this whole idea. Yeah, I mean, it's a way of, so, it's a way of being. It's it is, fun. it is. So here linear. I am drawing this idea in my hand, in my palm to Becky, and uh, you can't see it, but now you, you do. I've painted a picture yes, of that. Yes, en- envision so. it, because it's very special. <laughs> it is. So... <laughs> So here's the thing. Um, I think there's lots of texts, right, that uh, that point out um, that Jesus actually didn't have a good life, and actually that he was rejected, and that he actually that this text here is not uh, uh, predicting something that uh, was just um, saying he was just medium, but actually this is a reality. And here's let me give you a few examples. Uh, I was just talking about this a few weeks ago when I was preaching about um, uh, Luke chapter four. Um, when Christ comes home back to his hometown, and he has some people who are following him, he gets up in his own in his own hometown. He has his mom and his dad. I mean, he has his mom there, and his brothers and sisters and family members are all present. And he reads from the scroll of Isaiah, and the result of it is that they want to actually kill him straight away. Okay, well, and so can I just say one thing? I've I've had that exact experience. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. I've had situations where I've more or less read from a scroll and had people want to kill me. Oh uh-huh, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say that that's characteristic of my entire life just because, you know, yeah. because somebody was mean to you in the cafeteria, you know, when you were yeah. 12 or, you know, everybody, yeah. I'm not saying that Jesus didn't have setbacks and yeah. disappointments and things like that. I'm yeah. just saying that I don't see him as overall having been an utterly unloved person while he was on earth. I, I don't see that from the evidence. And I, I gave like a million texts 
I know how to give my textual evidence. You so. gave a million texts. I gave a lot of texts in yeah. my reflection for today. There are links. There's like a piece of proof I did. I read it. for absolutely everything. I well, did. I read Thank it. And I thought it was very good as well. But I also think that there were only, well, there were only a few snapshots of instances in his life that actually just gave one perspective of the story. If you also look at the way that he reacted to, and here is the, the insight into Christ's childhood that we, have, we often don't talk about. For instance... He, he says, um, let the little children come and sit with me when all the disciples say, take the kids away. Why was the rabbi so insistent on bringing the kids forward? Well, primarily because I think that Jesus actually understood what it is to be a child and to be a child that's actually rejected. Who's the rabbi? Jesus. Oh, I thought, yeah, <laughs> I thought you meant yeah. there was some other rabbi there yeah, no, that wanted no, to bring the children. <laughs> like, <"Whoa>, no. What? <laughs> What's no. going on? Yeah. Okay, got so it. So I, I think that's actually that there there are enough little elements inside the story, that, the Gospels, that we we often miss the these points where there are clues to let you know that there's things taking place inside here that let you know that things are going on. So, for instance, that takes place. He says, "Hey, if you do things to kids, uh, if you harm them, what you should do is." put a weight around the neck and throw him in the lake. These are very strong statements uh, that Christ talks about, um, those who harm kids. And then if you read the, the, the ideas of how uh, first generation, first generation, uh, first testament, sorry, uh, dealt with those who were considered to be um, fatherless children, mm. right? And here he is, he's claiming to be, you know, my father's actually God. I'm I'm born of a virgin mother. I mean, he would not have been treated well as a child. So I think that actually we we maybe want to kind of like douse it as like, hey, he was charismatic popular fellow that actually had everything well i think isaiah is actually I mean, talking I think about that makes, that makes messiah, the sacrifice a bigger deal to me it, it doesn't minimize it if oh, anything well, being someone who kind of has it made i don't think the sacrifice is actually about somebody who had a lot on this planet and lost i don't think it's about a person but isn't that harder no it's no. harder to give i think up. it's not about humans i think it's actually about the separation and I think there's actually the, the sacrifice is about separation and it's about God taking on everything. Well, okay, it's so about separation, it's, blah, blah, but it's yeah. also about well, actually being murdered as a criminal. That's no, a, and being a human being no, and having that happen I think to that, you. I think people and have being able to get out of it. Well, of course, than what Christ of has. course they have, but the point is it would, be, it would suck. I'm playing that it could be a worse game. Makes no sense yeah, to me. Yeah, so that's like, why I mean, I'm there's saying, always something I that, worse. I don't think that it actually that's what the point of Isaiah 53 that's is. That's not what the point. <laughs> it, but it's my point. My okay. point is that if I think of Jesus as having had things uh-huh. going for him, then it's all the more extraordinary that he's like, "Hey, I will give all of this up." Oh, it's easier yeah. when you have nothing to lose. Yeah. Well. So I think had, this writer, for some he, reason, feels the need to make this point, and I don't know. I guess. You know, you're giving evidence that he had a lousy life, and I've gave evidence that I think he had a good one. And any one of us could do the same thing about our lives. You know, I could cherry pick stories that make my life sound I guess, horrific. I guess or what I'm trying to say is the that, opposite. I guess what I'm trying to say is that there is an intent behind what Isaiah is portraying when what they're looking for in a Messiah is a, a guy who came along hunky dory, and Isaiah saying. He didn't come along that way. Okay. So, I know that's what Isaiah is saying. I, I yeah. comprehend that entirely. Well, I'm just. Well, let's, let's see how the text going. goes from different translations. Our oh, time's actually I, I up today. I have to but, just share that, okay, go on. that Japheth's done two really amusing things in addition to the. Okay, one thing he does is with his entire arm, he does a motion as if oh, he's no. making a crepe. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Like yeah, around it. Yes. Yeah. And then he also doodles constantly. He circles all the numbers <laughs> and connects them so they're like a chain. Yeah. It's I, just really it's I do, entertaining I do. to watch. I actually draw he a lot. He draws of, a lot of arrows. I hey, and I don't know what they're pointing hey, so at. They're just here's pointing the thing, here's the thing. If anybody out there knows what all my arrows mean, let me know. Because yes, I, I can't every tell what time the arrows mean. Like, I I'm in meetings. There's or, an arrow that just points diagonally <laughs> to the I draw arrows to the upper right hand corner of a I've blank done this for page. Decades. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's an arrow that points straight down. This arrow is pointing at you. Into the depths of hell. I don't know yeah. what they mean. All right. Well, let anyway, me just repeat the question. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that because I know no. sometimes people like to hear these, these kind of little details. <laughs> so here's the, the question all the time. As yes. you begin, as you begin uh, your Sunday and this week ahead on this passage of Isaiah 53, uh, what ideas do you have about the kind of person Jesus was and where did these come from? And I actually think that's a really good question and worth debating, thinking about, talking about. Uh, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.